Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. All right, well, thank you and welcome all of you for being here. I do appreciate you's daily meeting, but instead of having the meeting, since we've got a class right after this, it is my job to talk to you about finances and maximize your time as to keep my word. I've sent into chat one of my favorite websites to use. I do not get paid for that website. It's not the most, it's not the best website. It just helps me out with doing grace math without grace being in my presence. That's it right there. So you can save that if you want to. It's up to you. You're grown, but we will be using it today. We will be using this today. I've laid down about two or three days of foundation. I've taught you about how when you spend money, which class it puts you in. I've, I've, I've taught you a lot. And it's all been very specific, nothing general, uh, universal would be a fantastic word, but nothing general. But now I need to localize that into your businesses and and Rikesa. So let's do some of that localizing. Who would like to volunteer their business? I'll use your business to bless everyone else. Who among you 
would like to volunteer your business. Doesn't matter. All right, let me ask it this way. Who would like someone to do the work for you in your business? All right, grace your hand up. So you gotta, just got to rechange the, the, the word spell and then, then it makes sense. Volunteer seems too scary. All right, go ahead, Grace. You come on. <laughs> not, not, not law. Law, wait a minute. Let me, wait a minute. <laughs> You want to law can go. You want you want to do law. I'll do you both. I'll I'll I'll, I'll do you both since you two are opportunistic. There you go, Grace. Do me a favor, Deanna. Put in chat what I say. Grace, how much money do you want to make per per day? Oh wow. I have not thought about that. Uh, <laughs> Same question to you, Law. My goodness. Oh, wow. I, I'll make day. it $1,000 a day. Yeah. All right. So there's, there's 365 days in the year. So you basically just said $365,000. Okay. Yeah, I hadn't thought about it. Okay. No, no, no. no. That was a good. Listen, everyone, li listen to me. When it comes now, if I say Grace, w watch this here. Grace, how much money do you think I want you to make for me a day? Not a thousand. Um. <laughs> All right. Did you already <laughs> answer the question? You already answered the question. I just I want to show you something. I just I, I just I didn't intend to do this, but I just want to show you something. That question forced you to tell me about your belief level for your business right yeah now, i know she she she's she's gonna clobber that with ats right <laughs> she clobber that ats because it's built it's done and it's paying her bills so she has lots of confidence in it her business right now is still a little brain baby and you're right in her thing good thousand dollars a day that's what we're gonna do uh, is that a cool with your belief is, is it yes. shake you a little bit all right, we're going to make that your profit. Okay. It, it make you feel better? Yeah. So what's 365 times two? It, uh, what is that? $720,000? $720, no, $730,000. $730,000 mm -hmm. is what you want to make a year. Okay. So you need to have $2,000 a day. Okay. All right. Please write that down for me, Deanna. She needs $2,000 a day, which comes out to $730,000 a year. All of you should be doing the same thing. Repeat repeat that, that year amount Two, for me. Oh, $730,000 a year. $730,000 a year. Now, before we go to all that, I need to frustrate y'all a lot okay is it okay that i frustrate you i have to frustrate you this is where, where's satish i have to give you the tornado we need to talk about his tornado today i have to frustrate you in order for you to to win i'm going to teach you something my last job taught me i'm so glad my the most profitable well i guess it depends i've had three jobs that were profitable this in three different areas obviously joel osteen i do my best to work him in every conversation possible that has something to do with positivity so there he goes that's character wise 
and it also gave me the confidence to start this business because that's exactly what happened. I, this business is what I did for Lakewood Church, if you don't know. That's, this is what I did for Lakewood Church. And I said, well, I, I, I do that for him. I could do it for me. And then boom, right? That, that's what happened. Then there was the United States Army, obviously, being an intelligence analyst for the United States Army. Uh, that kind of put some experience on you, Steve. It, you know, an 18-year-old uh, with 41-year-old soldiers that you're leading into stuff. I just got to say stuff right there. My my secret top-secret security clearance runs has a firewall as soon as I bring that up right there, okay? All right, now, the the most profitable job I had was actually Little Caesars Pizza Pizza, based in Detroit. Little Caesars. Amazing how the most profitable job I ever had was a pizza place. But you got to think about it. Little Caesars invented fast food pizza. That's insane. When you think about it, there's no such thing as fast food pizza. Pizza is just fast food. There's no such thing as fast food pizza. When you walk on Little Caesars, you can get a hot and ready pizza in 30 seconds or less. That's pretty impressive. They taught me something. I was responsible for paper, labor, plastic, and food. I was responsible for these four areas. Okay? Now, now that we know what I was responsible for, what does this mean? In order for me to be a good night manager and then eventually store manager, I had to control these numbers. Now, Food, obviously, I had certain amount of control over it. However, food is a commodity. The most expensive parts of the food is obviously cheese because cheese is a commodity. There's, there's actually a cheese stock market. You can literally go to the website and it, yeah, fill, that's right, fill all the restaurant. Literally, you could just look at it, it goes up and down. Then ham, the beef, the beef. But most importantly, it was the waste at the end of the night. That was a killer. Killer, killer, killer. Go ahead, Phil. And theft. I, I know you got to say it again. And theft. Oh, and theft. And theft, for sure. Waste the, and theft. You have to watch your back door more closely than your front door in the restaurant. Yeah, business. buddy. We had a camera right over the back door, too. Now, Phil would have his restaurant. And he'll be like, man, why is my food cost so high? It's because somebody walked some food out <laughs> and fed their family for five weeks in a row. He's just, no, well, well yeah, yeah, five weeks in a row, he's doing his monthly inventory, and now he sees it. You know, stuff like that, definitely. Definitely food, definitely waste, when, definitely theft. When I, was, when I was with the BBS, which was a fast food restaurant, we did inventory every day and compared it to the previous day with what the sales were. So if anything was out of kilter, we would reg flag it daily. We would count the cups, we would count the fries, we would count the burgers, we would count the buns. So that it we was, knew day by day, we called it shrinkage. Yeah, 
that's near impossible to walk out there with food <laughs> near, unless the manager told you, go ahead and take the helm. But what it also does is it forced you to create hourly projections. I'm sure Phil had to do this because in order to, in order to control waste and, but you had to also keep the food fresh because customers don't want to walk and get food that tastes like it's been cooked for two hours. How many of you know what I'm talking about? That means Phil would have understood his peak hours, his drop hours. He would have also understood when he needs to have more pre-made ready stuff that he can just slap together and make fresh along the way. He would have, he would have known that 11 to 1.30 would be peak hours. And then it depends on the daylight savings time. Of course, it would pop back up at 3.30 because you get ready for the the four to six, well, depends on your location, because that could be four to eight easily, depending on your location. And then you got to wait for the, the drunk and high people that's going to come at 10 o'clock at night when the store is about to close and want to fill their belly with something. Go ahead, Phil. We did $5,000 lunches yeah. based on a 15-cent hamburger. Amazing. 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 We did... We didn't do $5,000 lunches. We did $5,000 dinners off $5 pizzas. Our rush hour was from 4.30. Well, the real rush hours was from 5 to 8.30, but as a manager, it was 3.30 to 9.30 because I had to control this labor. So I had to work two people all day until 3.30, and that's when I started bringing in one person which I'm going to get to labor here in a second. Basically, Little Caesars wanted me to make sure that food stayed around, what was it? 38%, I believe, cost. 38%. This was for the whole, like, day. 38%. That just seems high. That's not right. That's not right at all. I remember my number now. It's not high. That's not 38%. Because it was daily. Get over here. Get. There we go. It was 19 to 21%. Is what they want me to have my food at. And it sounds, feels much better. I felt like I was going to get fired when I said 38%. Now, <laughs> plastic is just what you think. It's your... Your thermal paper, uh, I'm sorry, that's actually paper. Plastic would be your, your plastic knives, you know, stuff like that. You, just just stuff. Yes, go ahead, Deanna. So for plastic, is that something that a business such as the Marie Group would have to incorporate in the budget as well? And if so, what is considered plastic? You're going to have to incorporate food in your budget as well, which I'm going to get I'm going to get to that. A good question. Let me finish. And, and I, I got you. So essentially, plastic is the stuff that you got to go to Walmart and go pick up real quick if you run out because you didn't budget enough. That, that, that could be, uh, it could be, a, it, it's, it's just little stuff that just, just know that I ran out, it's little stuff. In this case, we would count thermal paper as plastic. Okay, 
thermal paper, you know, the receipt paper, we wouldn't count that as paper that was plastic. Well, the receipt paper, ink, you understand what I'm saying? Ink, yeah, receipt paper, ink, all that stuff. So and like we office wanted, supplies. Okay, office supplies sounds fantastic. That makes makes sense. So we wanted plastic to be somewhere at five uh, percent, somewhere like that. Now, labor. I don't even have to think about labor. That was drilled into my head. No reason for me to think about labor. I dreamed about labor percentages. <laughs> I had to control it so much. 18 to 21% to get you a bonus. Anything anything higher than that, you was losing money. Anything lower than that, you would sacrifice the customer service. Ah, got to be careful. Uh-huh, got to be careful. He's like, well, I'll, I'll do a, I'll do a 15% labor. That also means that people were waiting at the front counter too long. You gotta, you gotta be careful. It's a, it's a two-edged sword. It's a two-edged sword. You have to spend money on labor. Man, I'm, I'm telling you, I learned more about business at Little Caesars than any school class I've ever taken. This little pizza place has taught me more about business than any other place, any other place. 18 to 21%. Paper is what, it's what you think it is, but you just don't think about it. That's the pizza boxes because Grace doesn't want to walk out with a 480-degree pizza in her hands. That's that's not suitable for her manicure. You understand? It's just, or, or nor does she want to put that in the backseat of her car. The kids already got juice and and well, not grace, but you understand, they already got chocolate milk everywhere. She don't want melted pizza everywhere, Steve, on, on the seats. So obviously, cardboard boxes is paper. Napkins, because believe me, how many of you ever went to McDonald's and you asked for a napkin and they gave you two napkins? <laughs> two napkins, right? They gave you two napkins because that's all in the cost. Now you say, Antonio, what about the dips? With five kids. With, with five, five kids. kids. <laughs> five kids. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I forgot about the five kids part. Definitely. Or, or. Devil. Yeah. <laughs> or you, you order 15 nuggets and you ask for a sauce and they give you one as if as if that's gonna work, right? But that sauce goes into food. That sauce goes into the food cost, all right? And whatever manager they got working that day, then looked at the numbers and said, wait a minute now, okay? That's what's, that's what's going on. So paper had to be, again, somewhere like 5% as well. Now, while all of this is confusing, it's actually fun, and you should probably adjust your business like so. Now, law says, well, what's food in my business? Whatever your business can't run without, that is food. You understand? Let me, let me, let me stop my mic. I mean, my, my camera my screen just for a second. You can't run up on KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, and go there and they say, we don't have no more chicken. 
it's bad for the brand. Do you understand what I'm saying? Go ahead, Jerry. I went to Wendy's uh, in April right after this pandemic thing started, and they had no beef. And I was just shocked. I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. I'm shocked. I wasn't even sure they was using real beef. So I'm super shocked twice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm shocked they ran out. and shocked they didn't just go in the back and get the fake stuff. (laughs) Force me. (laughs) Probably is. Who knows? But, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense, right? All of you, I want you to think about your business and think about what does your business, what's the food of your business? And if I ran up in, if I ran in your business and start stealing from your business, what would that be? The food could be your intellectual property. So then how much does it cost for you to produce a video? You understand what I'm saying? Now, this is going to be a tad bit easier for y'all because as long as y'all have known me, I keep telling you, get your customers for free, right? So this is how I've forced you to lower your costs with, with some things. And the pandemic has jumped you on Zoom instead of your 4K cameras with your camera crews walking around. You understand? Now, and Gary V has taught you that you don't really have to spend a million dollars on one video. Right, you can just make a million videos, <laughs> something like that, right? You, you, you got some advantages here, but I want you to think about food. Grace, in your case, guess what food is? Mm. Uh-huh. Tell us about your business, Grace. <clears throat> well, uh, the name is now Teaching Without Borders, and uh, what we do was going to teach advanced K through 12 for parents, not for parents, but for their children who parents want to, like Antonio, who want to get that out of the way. (laughs) And how do you, how do you, how do I eat this? Do I, do I come to your house? Oh, no, 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 no. Why, why are you in the shower? And I say, (laughs) hey, it's time for me to learn. No. Can you dry off real quick? No. Videos will be made. <laughs> okay, okay, videos. Yeah. Okay, yeah. videos will be made. This makes sense, okay? Yeah. All right, so now the videos, be, so there's a cost for videos then. Mm-hmm. But then do I come to your house and pick up my videos? No, 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 no. Uh, there will be a link sent to There's you. a link? Yes. All right, okay. Do I come to your house and pick up my link? No, 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 no. It will be sent to you via email, you know. Okay, email, email. So it will be an email database. For that. Do you plan on having a large email database? Yeah, so most likely there will be a funnel. Yes. Uh-huh. All right. So a large email database that's going to be email marketing that's going to come with a large monthly fee. Uh, yes. Okay. Ah, you see it? Oh, okay. Yes. Is it making sense? Yes. Funnel, that's going to come with a fee. Mm-hmm. Where are you storing this stuff? Are you, are you storing it in the bathtub for security? <laughs> oh, you, no. you just told me I can't run up in your house, so clearly your bathtub is secure. Right. Is that where you store your videos? No, 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 no. Okay. It's going to be so, some kind of external hard drive and okay. all that. Kind so of. whoever is, well, no, external hard drives is not secured. If one of them breaks, oh. you lose your whole company. Oh, okay. That's you correct. put it on a cloud somewhere. Yes, cloud. Yes. That comes with a fee, too. Uh, yes, it does. All right. So Remember <laughs> when Grace said she would make $2,000 a day? That ain't got nothing to do with that $283 a month she got to pay 
to store that stuff. Uh, do, 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 do y'all see what I'm doing? Yeah. All right. Antonio. Yes, ma'am. Um, just while it's in my head for uh, Grace, there's so many high-risk kids right now. Um, asthma. A lot of kids have asthma. They aren't going to be able to go to school, a lot of them. The air conditioning people that I was talking with, she's working from home, and both her and her son have asthma, and she's concerned for him and about school and all those things. And Florida just now um, did an emergency order that all schools will be open in the fall. This is Trump territory. God bless um, you. But I, I was thinking right behind that. you there. I, I was talking with her and, you know, she was kind. I was kind, compassionate. We got into conversations. Didn't know. I thought she was just the one, you know, uh, making sure the person got here on time and listened to all my things, requests for coronavirus protocol. But she's actually the sales manager. And, she, you know, because of my kindness and we got talking and then I told her what we did and she wants us now to do some sales training um, for her team. So you see how what we talked about last night and yesterday about just you still have to have that personal touch with people and conversations create clients. So, but the, I, while it was on my mind, Grace, there's so many kids with asthma that in those sales funnels and things, make sure to include that. Thank you so much, Ms. Susan. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, definitely include that. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, work it out. You work it out. So, Grace, is it safe to assume that recording the videos and storing the videos is pretty much your main overhead? Yes. That's your food. Let's go back to my screen. Okay. All right. Just, is it making sense to everybody now? Yes. Her food... Yes, yes, ma'am, Deanna. Are we still under number one on how much do I want to make per day? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, ain't, I just ain't, wanted yeah, to I make ain't, sure I ain't missed nothing. You, you, you good. I ain't went nowhere. Ain't no sense in me going nowhere. You understand what I'm saying? Because, right. because well, let me let me write this down first. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Grace, your, your food is storage and data. Now, this is going to change for all of you. It's something else. But whatever you cannot do business without, she can. What's she gonna store the videos? Unless she's gonna say, "Hey, I just did a video. Can all my customers? Can you come hold these real quick?" <laughs> she can't do that, right? And she's not trying to, you know, be towel wet because I want to take my classes right after I jog. So here she is doing her morning excavation of her bowels, and I show up knocking on her door. Can you can can you hear and wipe off? Cause I have got to get to work and I need a class. No, you understand you know what I'm saying? As as vivid as I made that sound, you still would be making money while sitting upon the porcelain throne. Do you understand? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is still a reality, and you don't want me running up on your house talking about hey. Can you, can you hear in the army we say pinch it off. Pitch it off, Private. <laughs> Jerome knows. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> Am I lying, Jerome? Pitch it off, Private. <laughs> That's what he's saying. 
Let <laughs> I me mean, wherever you at, squeeze. Let's go. <laughs> Got the army. All right. Anyway, <laughs> point is, she can't live without video. She can't live without distribution. You understand? That's because once you make me the videos, and once you storm, you still got to send them to me. That's why I said, do I come to your house and pick up my link? No. So all three of these areas, Stata, Dorage, and Distribution, okay, you got to pay for. This is food for you. In your business model, this is food. Is this fair? Fair. Mm -hmm. All right. In your business model, this is food. What Antonio? Yes, ma'am. So in the uh, the business model part of it, those are major things that are food, but um, what about if she has to print stuff? So would that be printer, internet, video, Zooms, links, funnels, iCloud, um, pencil, pens, highlighters? Okay, so things that are tangible like pencil, pens, highlighters, she could put that in plastic. So pencils, pens, highlighters, Whiteboards, right? Whiteboards, markers, erasers, right? All that stuff, Grace, which can also be called supplies. All of that, yes. all of this will be plastic for you. Okay. Okay. All that'll be plastic. The, but Carol said internet. Mm-hmm. That's sounding real paper to me. You get it? Okay. Okay. Internet. What else? What what else like internet can you think of, Carol? I know she was saying your, Zoom. Your phone, your phone for one. Okay. Internet, Zoom. That's good. We can even put well, you could put probably put cameras in plastic, right? You know, because that's mm-hmm. all supplies. But internet, Zoom, and what about what about the printers and funnels and iClouds and all? Is that all part of the same or is it different categories? Printers can go under supplies, but the mm-hmm. funnels can go under paper. Okay. okay and etc. And basically, what I'm saying is all digital supplies can. I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's going to scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger. And how our mission can inspire tomorrow this is journalism that helps the world we live in this is mexit news and go under one so maybe we can call that plastic if you want and all physical supplies tangible supplies can go under the other either way 
Okay, that, that looks like I confused you, Grace. So digital supplies is paper, and then all the tangible supplies is No, no, here's your digital supplies. Internet, like, can you, have you ever touched the internet before? No, that's what I was saying. You were saying the digital supplies is paper, and then the physical supplies is plastic. Right, but that doesn't make okay. sense. Let's switch that. So okay. we're going to make the digital okay. supplies, I mean, it, plastic, all right? Okay. <laughs> More futuristic. Now, of course, this is arbitrary, Carol. So if you wanted to put it somewhere, right, then it's all good. If you want to, you can, if you want to name these, once you get here, you name them internet, name it. That's all, that's all good to you. Digital supplies, physical supplies, you can name these. But right now we're going to stick with paper, label, plastic food, because that's what Little Caesars did. And this mm -hmm. is how I understand it. Okay, go ahead, Deanna. So for companies like Carol's, Phil and Susan, you where would travel go? Would that go under food or would that go under well, paper which, or? Uh, yes. How, do you want company to cover travel? Uh, yes. And will you be traveling a lot? Uh, definitely. All right then. <laughs> so what you're going to do there is you're going to put your travel in the internet of things, but then you're going to have to raise your percentage. Okay. So if you're if you know travel is going to be expensive, then you're gonna have to raise this from five percent to ten to twelve percent. Okay. But there is a catch to all of this. This tells you you can only accept so many travel engagements a month. That's the whole point of this. Ah. You understand? That means if you accept more, then you gotta be like Susan. And you got to say, well, can you pay for Phil's travel? Gotcha. Well, that's standard. That's there. You go. That's standard. We say we okay. quote when you quote a fee, you go plus travel and living. Got it. Now standard. there are some speakers that like to bundle that in and say this is just the one fee and don't worry about the trial cover it. But that's an exercise I think you need to you need to do later on once you get some handle on what what the number is going to be. So it's very easy and it's standard in the industry that it's here's my fee plus travel and living. And I tell them, I say, and I spend your money like I spend mine. So don't worry that I'm going to be traveling first class and billion. Another thing you might want to do eventually, and I may be getting ahead of you, break no, it down to fix, fixed costs and variable costs. For instance, in the restaurant, your fixed cost is your rent, uh, your electricity, your insurance, variable cost is yep. payroll, food costs things that vary, things that you can have some control over, fixed costs or things you don't have any control over. You got to pay that every month, no matter what kind of volume. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which that fixed cost is coming up here in a second, but you walked me perfectly with great transition to the variable cost. That's why labor is here. Grace. Yes, sir. You have a micro business. If for those of you who don't know what a micro business is, a micro business is a business that you can have with one or two employees or none. Mm -hmm. Grace gets lucky here, almost. Almost. You still have to pay for labor. Mm -hmm. You understand? So you got. Well, actually, you've accounted for it here in funnels. Okay. You accounted for it here in funnels. What I would do is I would stick with an 18 to 21% labor. Or you okay. can break the number down to 8 
to 10%. I would just stick to 18, 21%. Okay. You understand? Mm -hmm. And if I never, if nothing never happened, I know that money go back to the bank. You understand what I'm saying? If, mm -hmm. if I ever need it, I know I got it because I budgeted for it. And 99.99% of the time, that's just going to go to the bank as extra money. But I, what I would not do, you understand, is not plan to have to say, man, I need to hire somebody real quick that's going to. Yeah, because that, that chocolate guy that lives in Brooklyn. Yeah. All right. Right. So you, you may need teacher, right? You're going to need a little teacher. You may need a someone to take your Instagram page <laughs> from from 500 <laughs> likes to 50,000 likes, right? You, you, you know what I'm saying? Anything like that, I would just budget for it anyway. That doesn't mean you need to use it. But I personally like to have it and I need it like a gun in yeah, Texas. Do you understand? All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, excuse our Texas talk. <laughs> And of course, this, this, and in your case, this would be teachers. Um, mm -hmm. We call them consultants. This could be for anybody that, you know, and then social media experts. Okay. okay. You got it. It could be, can, it doesn't have to be, but you got it. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Hold, hold on, Rick with Deanna. These are four main areas. Okay. That fixed cost is going to punch you in the face in a second, but you, you'll be okay. Go ahead, Deanna. So let's say you have a coach, and that coach, and you you pay that coach monthly. Would, would that be would that be something you would put into labor? labor? That's absolutely labor. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that's, that's just, what I needed just, to know. There's no way is yeah yeah that's that's, and their labor needs to be budgeted, and these, yeah, ready for this. This is daily. Phil said every day they counted the fries. Who counts fries? The people not trying to get robbed from. You understand? And then it also lets you control Mr. Heavy Hand that wants to super heavy hand the fries. <laughs> yeah, that would have been me. I mean, listen, you like, oh man, it just looked better like this look better like this, sir, over a thousand customers ends up costing me a hundred extra dollars a day. Times 30, Grace, what's a hundred times 30 days, please? 3,000. Mr. Heavy Hand, you costing me three, your presence cost me $3,000 the way you heaving those fries into the cup. This is a big deal because we have yeah, yeah, you ever had the Italian cheesy bread? That's 10 ounces of dough, period. Everything in this season is made from scratch. The, the, the pizza, it's 19 ounces of dough. So we would make sure that each batch of dough can get about 300 large pizzas out of it. Do you understand? And then we would do a batch of dough and get everything for all the Italian breads too. Just 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 one one of those, or maybe half a batch. And we would know which days to make more dough. Because Tuesday piece of sales don't mean nothing. 
Oh, but that Friday. <laughs> right? And Friday, Saturday. And you got to be careful because Halloween is the busiest piece of day of all time. I don't understand why. I can just tell you it is facts. Okay? All hands are on deck come Halloween from start to finish. It never slows down. And I was at Little Caesars. We was doing $25,000 a week. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. $25,000 weeks, $30,000 weeks off $5 pizza. You know how many pieces that is? That's a lot. Grace, do your calculator real quick. Do your calculator. Our backs would be hurting. Would Super Bowl be the second busiest day? Oh, my God. Halloween's the first. Super Bowl would be the second busiest day. And you know we were so busy, feel that we never anticipated, well, I never anticipated. Getting out of school, all them teachers would throw pizza parties for their students. <laughs> so come May and June, we be busy yeah. too much. I just want, I just want to know. Uh, go ahead. Y'all had it in May. We gave it all, to y'all in May. All, all the school <laughs> yeah. districts, yeah, and we was in a good spot too. We was in a good spot. Give me twenty five thousand divided by five, please. I, I just want to know how, because my back used to be killing me. That's 5,000 pieces, and this was an average week. That's 5,000 pieces, average week. That's a lot for pizza. For pizza, right? For pizza. Now, so all of you should understand, this is, how many, uh, this is actually pretty advanced NBA stuff going on right now. Okay, <laughs> I got this. Yes, ma'am. And so, so if you have that, um, and and you had to make that many, and you made that much, how much was the company actually getting? All right. So the fixed cost came in because the manager I worked for, his name was Chris. Very good guy. He was actually. He's actually from Corby, England, Steve. Where's Steve? How long ago? All right, this is why I know so much about English culture because my my store manager was English with a with a strong English at well, I'm not sure if it's a strong English accent to you because I'm American because I know my accent. Is strong to you. you. You know what? Let me just let me just poke fun at Americans just for a second because I can't help myself. Why do we think we don't have accent as if we're the baseline for all the cut the world to speak? Because <laughs> we don't have an accent. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> let me, you know, that makes no sense. <laughs> when I when I came from from New York to Florida. Even now, they say, oh, you're from New York, aren't you? And I would die laughing because I didn't know that I had an accent. Either. Oh, child, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially you New Yorkers. Yeah, y'all. Oh, yeah. Strong accent. Strong. It's from Jersey and New York, that's for sure. Yeah, I just want to poke fun of this. As if the whole world is supposed to sound American. And if you don't sound American, you have an accent. Too funny. Too funny. Don't, don't, don't mind me. Don't mind me. I just... I'll be having my woke moments sometime. I just want to poke fun of this. Now, Carol, my guy, he's from Corby, England, a little small rural town. And, and you know what Corby is, Steve? 
somewhere near Nottingham, roughly. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Yeah, he 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 had he's talked about it so much that I got this dream of buying a house in Corby. All right, yeah, this dream of buying a house in Corby. Good stuff. And he said when he started when he was telling me how oh we didn't have no no air conditions we would just when the windows were fog up we just open it up and he would tell me about the English summers I'd be like man I need to go there because it's hot as hell right now because we sit in Texas <laughs> anyway this these two things killed us now of course he's remained profitable these two things killed us rent and loan let me explain oh well rent loan and utilities but the utilities wasn't a problem let me explain he was one of the best managers in houston and from that managing the caesars told him man you really need to start your own store so he did now he was one of the best managers in houston at one of the busiest stores that store did $25,000 hours. We did $25,000 days. That store did $25,000 hours. It's off Blackhawk and Beamer for you Houstonians. To give you an idea, Houston has a, a tollway that you pay the toll and the first free exit is Beamer and it's sitting right where the on the south side of Houston where if you want to avoid traffic hit the tollway real quick so essentially 40% of Houston is saying I'll be smart and avoid traffic and they go be smart and avoid traffic and the first free exit is where that little Caesar's at and then people go you know what let me pick up some food real quick on the way home so by the time I get home Exactly. And it benefited from location, location, location. And they did $25,000 hours and something like $250,000 weeks or something. It was ridiculous. Ridiculous. And we were complaining our $25,000 a day store. I mean, yeah, a day store. And they do a $25,000 hours. That store was actually so busy, you went there to train. And he was the manager of that store. Then he became the district manager and regional manager. They said, you should open up, you're so good. So he did. So he got a bunch of liquid money, and then he had to go secure a loan, right, for a bunch of stuff. So he had the loan payment. So now you got to add this loan payment in. How many of you understand the thought process of starting a business and needing to get a loan? Anybody over 30? should know something about this process definitely okay that was there then he's in the shopping plaza right and since he was british he got it for free no of course not doesn't matter if he was british <laughs> a woman <laughs> that charged jesus so ain't no sense of thinking they won't charge you right <laughs> buddha muhammad they all could have been there i thank you your holiness run me my money please Thank you. <laughs> you, you. You would pay me every month. <laughs> Mother Teresa, all oh, you're doing a great work. But if you don't have me our money in the next 30 days, we'll have to evict you, okay? <laughs> okay. The rent, all these are fixed costs. 
Now, forget the percentages, because the percentages don't matter, as Phil alluded to. This is run me my money, okay? R triple M. No matter what you do up here, you got to pay this, even if you got to go in your own pocket. Now, let's do some very easy math here. Grace, oh, go ahead, Phil. Well, Antonio, when I started Humor Consultants, I was thinking I needed a loan. So I went to the best business people I knew to ask them about it. And they said, you don't need a loan, you need customers. I said, what do you mean? Go sell your gigs. Let your customers finance your business. Go to work, sell what you got, and if you can't sell it, you didn't, you didn't need a loan anyway. So that's why I started the business thinking I needed a loan, but when all the smart businessmen told me, you didn't need a loan, just go out and go to work and let your sales finance your business. If you can't do that, you shouldn't have a business in the first place. And that's where I started getting created with Barter. So that's when I started saying, okay, I need printing. Let's go to a print shop. I need, I need, uh, you know, copiers. I bartered for a copier. I bartered for office furniture. I bartered for, so I let my customers finance my business. Health clubs. Yeah, Jerry. Yeah. We were, we were a member of the most, most, uh, expensive health club in Columbus, Ohio do barter. We had cars. Remember, Jerry, we had cars from that dealership in Springfield and we're driving oh, yeah. to the dealership and we're hearing on the radio about a fire. It was the dealership. Our client, the dealership burnt down as we were driving to do a seminar in Springfield, Ohio. That was a crazy morning. <clears throat> I think we still did something. Didn't we still do a presentation to the people that were standing there? Yeah, I told them, I said, they need motivation yeah. now more than ever. I said, Let it, yeah. they wanted to cancel. I said, why cancel now? You need, you need to get these people proactive now more than ever. Now's your opportunity. The place was burned to the ground, burned into the ground. Yeah, here's Phil talking about, thank God for fires. Let's go. <laughs> well, Jerry and I had a car under our butt. We didn't want them to take the car away. So we had to exactly. figure something out. We figured they canceled right. the seminars. Then they, we got to give them back the cars. They didn't have I, was driving, cars. I was driving a brand new New Yorker. Yeah. Oh wow! White with a, white with blue leather. Oh, it was nice. Oh yeah! All right, all right. That's Jerry. Pull up. Are are you the wife? Are you no? Okay, let's keep going. All right, that's a nice car. Phil, <laughs> Phil had the convertible. Phil drove oh, the convertible. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you think Jerry's cute now? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna make me blush. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry was the guy with the suit jacket on with no shirt yep. <laughs> and the ponytail. Well, I, only, I only had eyes for Phil. <laughs> In the convertible, making sure nobody else had the eyes. I know that's right. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was on my job. <laughs> Good stuff. Grace, do me a favor. Put these numbers in your calculator real quick. And I'm going to pick back. I'm immediately in the next thingamabobby. I'm going to pick right up here. Grace, we want to go with 21% plus 5% plus 21% plus 5%. I'm going to show you why. Now, now, now you can you, you, you share your screen this time now. 
21 plus 5 plus 21 plus 5. There you go. I think that's what I said. So two 21s and two, two fives. Let them see it. She does that so well. This means, ladies and gentlemen, that before you ever, ever get to go to the bank, you 52 cents short. Did y'all, did you, did you? Can All I right, put an amen somewhere? All right. But remember I said the fixed price is going to slap you in the face. And your rent and that loan is fixed. That ain't got nothing to do with this. Do you understand? And that rent and that loan is going to be something about another 40%. Grace, just go ahead and put 40 in there. Let's put, put plus 0.4. And this is what your business looks like. For every dollar that comes in, you get eight cents. But wait, there's more. Because if you smart, you do what we did at Little Caesars. At the end of the night, every single night, Steve, we added up net and gross. That's how we double-checked and triple-checked the numbers. And we only cared about the net and the difference between net and gross. We went to the bank and put it in. You know why, ladies and gentlemen? Because those taxes were not ours. The reason we charge tax is because you're saying, customer, it's $9 plus tax. Therefore, the plus tax never goes into our bank account. We're sending that to the government so we never have to pay taxes. Because if you just think you got eight cents coming and you haven't accounted for the government in your pocket, you ain't got no money. Okay. <laughs> and guess what the step, watch this here, Grace. Grace, tell them what the sales tax in Texas is. Do you know that? 8.25%. Go ahead and put, go ahead and add 8.25% to that. No, no, unmute your mic because I want them to gasp when you do it. <laughs> Uh, show disrespectful ain't it yeah. it means that for every dollar that comes in my store go ahead this is why 90% of businesses fail in the first year <laughs> go ahead Deanna you had a question what was that 40% was that the, the loan that's the fixed and... cost oh, okay gotcha there's no way there's no I mean Look, you don't even have to think I was being high. Hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm Grace. You ready to show that screen again? Because I want them to read that and weep. You understand what I'm saying? How many of you pay a mortgage or rent and it's less than 25% of your income? I don't know nobody like that. That's not how they designed the system. <laughs> Do you understand? <laughs> they got all of us <laughs> paying 40 
to 50% rent. And that's rent plus loan. I was being nice. I was being nice. This is why Steve was like, Woof, get to sell this brick and mortar business. All right, funnels. Funnels it is, because Steve don't have to worry about <laughs> the stuff I just did no more. <laughs> Do you understand? <laughs> the stuff I just did is going to punch you in the face. Well. <laughs> Say it again? Staff are a real pain as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, definitely the staff. Definitely the staff. There you have it. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? I just showed you super conservatively. I didn't say anything about, uh, uh, what do you call it when it's a heat, heat wave? I was going to say, what do you call it when it's a heat wave? A heat wave. Okay. I didn't say anything about a heat wave. I didn't say anything about me and Phil checking the internet and cheese prices to double today for no reason at all. That happens. I promise you that happens. You look, there's something that happened in the Middle East. Something happened. And all of a sudden, cheese prices went up. And we like, what's this got to do with oil? But it happens. It happens, I'm telling you. But it makes sense, though, because oil, we get gasoline from oil, oil prices go up, the gas has to, the truck has to come out and give you the cheese. It does make sense, but still, I still wanted to complain, though. Don't get it twisted, because it was messing with my bonus. You understand, Jerry? It was messing with my bonus. So I wanted to complain. Because if the cheese price go up, guess what I have to do to fix it? I have to make labor go down. And I know if I make labor go down, then I got to work harder. You understand? And if I got to work harder, now I got to see who can, I got to put my best people in the day with me, which means I got to put the weakest people at night, which also means there's your food waste going up. And it's going to take them three hours to close the store down, which increases my labor anyway. It's so much stuff that is connected that is insane unless you actually did it. We're going to pick up right here in the next few minutes in the sales class because, Grace, that $2,000 you was talking about ain't $2,000 no more. It's zero. Did y'all learn a lesson I just did? I sure hope y'all are the sales class. Has this been beneficial to y'all? Yes, because your business operates in capitalism, and it works in these rules. Now, I would probably be like Steve and Jerry and start sales photos as fast as possible. <laughs> he get rid of some of this stuff. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's been today's partial lesson, because I'm about to jump right back on it and bless you as much as possible. Jerome, don't you wish they taught you this a long time ago? They, they sure did us wrong. They did us wrong. Antonio, how do you know this? Because I was broke. Broke and he broke, broke, broke. And I was trying not to be broke. <laughs> There's no other reason. I don't do it for no other reason. If I had any sense of, of a shot, I wouldn't know any of this stuff. But when you super broke, Shaker, and you have to eat, you have to make money just to eat because ain't nobody taking care of you, you tend to learn rules that nobody else knows. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't play better. You can dominate. All right, everybody, we'll see you in a few minutes on the sales call. Y'all have a good one. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world, not making money. The pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as 
it almost made me a billionaire. I came really close. So the pandemic was a blessing. It was hiring people. And get this, everybody. I had 48 job positions open during the pandemic. $22 an hour with paid training. And I could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True, but it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is probably the greatest job finder that's out there? And that's why you need ZipRecruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that ZipRecruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that ZipRecruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if, the, if, it's, if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out uh, review and rate candidates four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter it is a blessing and no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about, well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B, all spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B, and I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.